0: High school football on Round Guy Radio is brought to you by Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Iowa. Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa. Kyoto Transmission and Repair. Flint Chris Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton and Montezu- of Wilton and Muscatine. Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent. Home plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Iowa. Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa. B and B Propane. Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa. Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag, and the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries. Well, we got Andy Kruitzinger with us of the Southeast Iowa Union. Well in the program, Andy.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Well, I, uh, I didn't have Scotty Melvin to kind of go over the games with. I put a little something out on my own, but I thought maybe you and I could, uh, uh, I'm going to throw some games out, uh, and you... Uh, you tell me uh, uh, what you think here. For sure. Okay. Uh, all right. So uh, there's a real big game this week, uh, and my voters are split on this game, 50 to 50, and it's Regina at Wilton. I know it's not quite in your, your viewing area uh, or your, your coverage area, but uh, uh, it does seem like a pretty big game and kind of on the outskirts of uh, um, what you do here.
1: Yeah, well I, I don't I know uh, that the youth covered a lot of the Wilton games. I know that Regina when they played uh mid prairie, um, I thought it was gonna be a lot closer game. And then it turned out that Regina was a little more of a, a power than I thought. So I think historically I, I kinda wonder what the two teams are historically, but I know Regina <laughs> usually steps up in these big uh these big kind of marquee matchup type weeks.
0: Yeah. Well Wilton's coming off a big win with West Branch. Uh who did beat regina um but this is for all the marbles here uh if wilton wins this they're the conference they're the district champs but if they lose this it's going to be a three-way try between regina and west branch and wilton and and it's just going to be up to the fates i guess to figure that out so
1: yeah it would be uh, it would be up to the uh what is it the 17 point tiebreaker i think uh i think it's a, it's a point differential tiebreaker but if it's above 17 like if you beat somebody by 24, then you still get 17 points for that. Yeah. I think that's usually how they do it, and then maybe non-district record if that doesn't work out.
0: Well, um, maybe why don't you just win this and and uh, leave the chances to uh, to the history pool there.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that uh, I'm sure that you know Regina probably knows about how much they'd have to win but win by because usually going into those situations you've kind of figured it out if you're a Coach. All
0: right. Well, here is a game that involves one of your teams, uh, and I think this is a very good matchup, but my listeners do not. Uh, And it's Albia uh, at Mid-Prairie, and our listeners are giving an 81.3 favorability to Mid-Prairie here. Um, But, wow, um, Albia's uh, uh, had a pretty good season, and I don't see how they have an 80% chance to win this game, but maybe I'm wrong.
1: Yeah, you know, I'd probably side uh, with the with the voters a little bit. I i have seen Al- – so I'm originally from Sheraton, uh, so I watch a little bit of their games. And I saw them beat, uh, beat Albia, and then I don't think they've won uh, since. So um, I think Albia and, and Sheraton and kind of the South Central Conference teams all played each other in the non-district if they weren't matched up in the same district. And I know, uh, at least for Sheraton, that gave them uh, a few wins. So, I mean, mid Prairie, when you look at the roster – you just see, you know, Aaron Felt and Weber and you just see like these big, you know, some of the best athletes that go to Mid Prairie High School. So uh, I could see Mid Prairie uh, pulling out a win. And that's a, a Albia, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's Albia. Albia is not
1: the easiest place to play. They get a pretty good crowd over at Albia. Oh,
0: yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I like Mid Prairie. I think they're a good team. Uh, I think there's a lot of playoff implications here. I think the number two there are, spot yeah. is pretty much on the line uh, at this game and, and there for the winner. Well, here is a game um uh, not I think this is just the the outside edge or maybe maybe uh, in your area here but wapolo is heading to Highland for a game of a uh, 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 kind of a good matchup here uh, in my book but the list but my uh, uh, viewers see this as a a, a wapolo uh, 73.7 percent chance of winning here
1: oh really who did Wap- who was the one team the wapolo beat this year? Well, I, I think Loiza
0: County that um, was it? Muscatine so they, exactly they, they beat Ohio. them by a little bit, and I think they got two wins, maybe. Oh, oh I was
1: thinking that Wapalo just had the one, but maybe that's
0: not. Well, right. Highland has one, uh, Wapolo <laughs> has one and, or two. Um, I'm not 100% sure, uh, yeah, but uh, um, I like this matchup, and I, I like that we could send one of these teams off on a high note, in fact. Yeah. If Highland could win this, they'd, they'd finish the season on a two-game winning streak. Uh, whoever you get that win against, it's a big deal, isn't it? Especially when you're a Highland and you haven't uh, uh, you didn't get any wins last year and they finally got that yeah. uh, a hard-fought win against the Wise and team this week.
1: Yeah, and I would, would think you're in better spirits if you had just got your win like Highland did. Like Highland's uh, riding on a high a little bit. You know, if Highland would have won the second game of the year and then they've been coming in on a five-game losing streak, you know, maybe the uh, maybe the team unity and the team spirit is is down a little bit, but they're they're at a high. They they only won by two last week, so they have a little experience now. If it's a dog fight, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see. I think that's uh, what is that? I think that's at Wappaloos. So. But
0: island,
1: I think. Oh, it's an island. Well, there you go. Uh, so that's another
0: that's another little advantage. Well, I think it's a good game, but I do think Wapolo has a little more talent, maybe or a little deeper.
1: Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure they lost. They lost, or they beat the same team. So I kind of like, I kind of like little matchups like that. Where you I do and
0: too, and, uh, um, it's the last game of the year for them, and
1: yeah. and
0: um, somebody's going to get a win here. Um, but the, the the listener, the the people on Twitter here definitely think it's going to be Wapaloo. All right. Yeah. Well, here's a game that's a little closer. Uh, uh, as Lone Tree, I believe, travels to Eastern Valley here. Uh, the, the listeners have a Lone tree at 61 uh 38 and 9 i actually did see easton Valley uh, i think they're a pretty good team i give them a, a puncher's chance here yeah uh, um but Lone trees had a pretty good season and and uh um tended to take care of business when they had a team they could beat
1: yeah well it's kind of rare in that district right that there might be a close game because uh what you've seen <coughs> well you've seen this year in the local eight-man district is that um, there's been a pretty big split between the top teams, the top two or three, and then the bottom teams. Um, so, I don't know, it's kind of, it'll be fun to see in, an eight-man game that's, you know, might go down to the wire, might be close, because every single eight-man game I've seen or covered or done a story about this year has just been a blowout one way or another. Of course, like, I cover a lot of Winfield-Waco games, so that kind of. here,
0: this next one is a team you cover uh, against a team on a, just on the outside of what you cover, I, I believe. Uh, but uh, this is a team I think that could go really, really deep into the playoffs. And it's Columbus hosting yeah. Danville. Uh, Danville coming in here um, three and four, four, four and four, or four and three, I think. Yeah, and four they've and got that fourth spot locked down. Uh, but Columbus, I think, is going to come in here and uh, um, drive the bus pretty hard because. They're wanting to get into the playoffs, and they're wanting to. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna take it easy on Danville. Uh, although Danville's got a lot of big size, they got a lot of athletic ability. They put together a lot of wins this year. Um, yeah. uh, I'm also liking Danville, but not against Columbus. What are you thinking?
1: Yeah, uh, you know Danville has uh, had a pretty darn good season. You know, the better. I mean, for just coming out of out of the the blue here with getting their program back, but Columbus is a is a totally different. Uh, team than the teams that has played the last couple times you know uh columbus has has you know state playoff worthy worthy talent you know a team that could go a really long way like you said so i definitely think you know columbus definitely has an advantage uh they just run the ball so so well um it's hard to upset a team that sometimes if a team passes the ball the time maybe you can hope for a couple mistakes here and there but if a team can run the ball like columbus can usually they're going to be teams that they're favorite against.
0: You know, Danville really did play a lot of great teams. They played Linville Sully this year. Uh, they're playing Columbus. They played Lisbon, And uh, they had a heck of a game with Pekin, who turned out to be – looks like they could be a 6-2 and two team. We'll talk about yeah. that, that in a little bit. But I just wanted to throw that out there for Danville. Uh, outstanding first season, uh, putting a team on there. Well, here's a team that you cover uh, against a team again. A little bit outside your coverage area, but not not miles outside of your coverage area anyway. And that's New London. Uh, they're going to take on English Valley. Uh, my 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 uh, Twitter followers are liking New London in this game to the tune of uh, sixty four point three uh,
1: percent. well, I, I mean, I know that you know New London hasn't been totally healthy this year. Obviously, they had to forfeit that game, um, and then they got a win right after it. I did see English Valleys uh, against Waco, Um Last week, I will say that uh, if you're gonna play a team, uh, it's probably best to uh, to play them right after they play a team called like Waco, because the English Valleys kids had to, you know, take some some bumps and bruises there. Um. So yeah, I would I would. This obviously this is one where if you're a new London, you can look at it in circle and be like, hey, we could end on a win here instead of, you know, uh, instead of on a downside. So I think it could be pretty close. Uh, you know, watching English Valleys against Waco is kind of tough to tell because Waco gets so much pressure that. You know, it's hard to see the English Valley's playmakers kind of show what they can really do. But that's the same thing I saw uh, New London against Winfield this year. So it's the kind of same difference.
0: Well, I think New London can end on a high note here. Um, uh, uh, if they can get it going, I think it'd be nice a nice to win for them. Do you?
1: Yeah, that would, be, that would be a really cool win for them, especially because this is their, their first real down year since they've been an A player, you know, because of all the, the people, the kids who uh, graduated last year. And so it would be good for them to kind of start next year early a little bit with a, with a little bit of positivity.
0: Well, here is an interesting battle uh, of two teams that uh, basically are uh, the goalposts of the of your viewing area. You know, yeah. uh, uh, and this is a Burlington-Oscaloosa matchup. Oh, uh,
1: wow, look at that. You know, so kind of like so that. you're
0: saying, I mean, Oscaloosa there at 92, Burlington, uh, you know, you kind of cover everything in between. Uh, not these two teams in particular, but I imagine there are times when they're playing teams that you do cover, so you probably have yeah. a little peripheral knowledge. Um, they got got the, uh, Caden Shizzle, the missile there in Burlington. they got uh, A.J. Walker, Texas Ranger there in Oskaloosa. I think the team's records are identical. I think they're both three and four or something like that uh, coming into this game. Uh, uh, you got any thoughts on this one?
1: well i can tell you that um oscaloosa and burlington both played washington within within like a couple of weeks each other um and uh washington fared better better against burlington than they did against oscaloosa i think washington had a burlington at home um but otherwise i would have picked i would pick burlington because um just because they've shown that they can hang with some pretty tough teams and they got a lot of speed and uh they got a really good running game, so I would say this is probably going to be a pretty darn close game. I'll just predict that it's probably going to be pretty low scoring. Actually, I, I hope the defense is kind of carry the way in that one.
0: Well, um, teams have not bode well in low scoring games with Burlington. Uh, Fort <laughs> yeah, Madison right, yeah. got them, uh, but they got, uh, I remember Keokuk and um, they got three wins, I think, that are like two point wins or something, you know, and, and one two point loss or somewhere in that vicinity uh, of grinding out wins so uh i do think the grinding it out favors burlington but i do think that uh oscaloosa um they had the same kind of season they, they've uh, yeah. beat some teams they shouldn't beat they played uh, uh some really really good teams but they've done pretty well uh had a pretty good match with uh um clear creek amana but our our, our listener our viewers are are liking oscaloosa in this game sixty-two and a half percent so
1: there you go well you know oscaloosa plays up there in the little hawkeye area kind of south of des moines so they're always going to have good teams that they're playing against and they're going to which it works both ways one you kind of sharpen your skills a little bit against really good teams but then in the other case you're going against bigger and faster kids you know you might be a little more banged up so uh, that's that's kind of the yin yang
0: there it's most definitely a marquee matchup and one that people are going to be watching and enjoying well, here's the game. Um, I'm totally outside of your area, although I think it might be your some of your home stomping ground areas. As Linville, Sully, and Central Decatur uh, take it on to uh, – uh, and this spot's for the, the winner gets the number two spot. The loser gets the number three spot. The winner's at home in the playoffs. The loser's on the road. Uh, uh, Central Decatur actually has one more win uh, than Linville, Sully, but this would be the tiebreaker. So, uh, um Any thoughts
1: on this game? I I don't know too much about the game, but I do like it when the schedule works out like that, where the second or third place teams play at the end, because then you're getting or the first and second place teams. But I do like the uh, I do kind of like the factor of of home field advantage being on the line, because then you have to treat this game kind of like a playoff game. That's a pretty big difference between playing a three seed at home versus playing a two seed on the road. That's yeah, it's a it's
0: a dang big big matchup. Okay. Here's a question that involves some teams that you you cover, Uh, and uh, uh, it's a a 3A uh, Southeast Iowa question. It's basically, who's the best team that's not Fort Madison, Uh, Fairfield, Keokuk, or Washington? Uh,
1: Fairfield, Keokuk, or Washington? uh, uh, Keokuk's the one team that we don't cover, but I saw Keokuk play against Washington, and Keokuk won by a lot. Uh, I believe Keokuk has also beaten Fairfield this year. So I got to say, Keokuk on that just based on the results.
0: Well, it's a 66.1% uh, of the audience with, agrees with you. I got a couple yeah, more I'm, little ones I'm surprised it
1: be that low. I mean, I know that you usually would, would uh, vote for whatever school you're more familiar with, but I'm pretty sure that Keokuk has beaten them both. And I know that Keokuk's losses have come. I know was a heartbreaker against Fort Madison. Uh, it's got a penalty and a uh, real clutch play by Fort Madison down the stretch. So. Um, so uh, yeah, Keokuk's actually. Uh, let's see, Fort Masses playing Mount Pleasant. I'm forgetting where where's Keokuk playing this week. They got somebody good, don't they? Uh I don't know. I bet they have somebody it, good. I think Madison? they probably well, have. played Fort
0: Madison. I don't know.
1: They might play Assumption this week.
0: Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's it. does seem like it's North Scott or some. Yeah, exactly. Say. Somebody
1: good.
0: Anyway, uh, uh, here is the next poll question, uh, and it's the biggest wild card. Uh, this is a team that, that uh, uh, all these teams except one are right there in your viewing area uh, or your coverage area, uh, and uh, they're all going to come in uh, two or three seeds here, uh, uh, and that is uh, Mid Prairie is one, Pella Christian is the other, Pecan is is the third one, and Waco is the fourth one. Which one of those is the biggest wild card threat? The 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 team that's not going to be the number one team, but still. Is, is
1: going to go the furthest in the playoffs, you think? Uh, I'll, I'll throw Waco out. Um, Waco, I think, could be a dome team still. Their only loss was to Winfield union And uh, I know <laughs> Winfield rolled them up pretty good, but I also know there were, you know, a couple of onside kicks, a couple of, of turnovers early in that game that turned it into, you know, kind of an early blowout. But Waco has played uh, in the non-district. They've played quality teams, teams that have been in the top ten, and they've beaten them. And they've had no problem with anybody – Um, that's lower than them. So I actually think that, I think one of two things are going to happen. I think, well, you know what, I think if Waco played Winfield again, I think they'd get a closer game. Obviously if I was Waco, I probably wouldn't want to play Winfield Union because of of what happened that first time around. But I think if they split them and Waco goes, you know, let's say they both make the quarterfinals and Waco goes and plays somebody up north or or kind of in the center of the state, I think Waco could uh, upset some of the uh, top you know four or five teams team that they would have to beat to get to uh to the dome so i i think that's totally possible that waco uh, goes back
0: all right well here's the question uh this is a two-way to eight man uh the, the what i thought was the number one seeds or the the number one seeds in the area that i cover uh, uh not everyone's the number one seed here but uh meepo sk columbus and winfield mount union oh and, uh, by the way waco was the was the the, the, the Choice at fifty three point six percent in that. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, and Mid Prairie was, or, or Pella Christian was was second, and I do think yeah, they're Pala, also Pala very Christian dangerous. That they, yeah. Uh, that they but but them. of those four teams, of uh, uh, the Wolves, the Wildcats, the Cobras, or the Bulldogs, um, and this is a pretty close. Uh, um, but uh, uh, there is a pretty clear winner here, and then a couple really close ones. Uh, but what are you thinking on that or or is there is there a one two you could say or
1: well I'd say one it's it's, it's a lot of the same reasons that I've had waco for the last thing I'd say it's win for that union I actually think that the district that the eight-man district down here is a strong district in eight man I think that they've proven that uh last year you know when when waco would play against uh similar strength teams you know they never got challenged until the dome and even in new London season when the best team that you know, New London, when they won the state championship, the one team they beat them was the Iowa Valley a team down here. So I think that this eight-player eight uh, district is really good, and Winfield has blown through us. So I definitely would say Winfield, number one. Number two, I mean, uh, the way Sigourney-Kyota not only has been playing, but also the way they kind of rise to the occasion in the playoffs, That that's a team that, uh, that maybe I'd say is number two there uh man that's tough because all those teams could yeah like, they're all there
0: and and, the and and they're all um you know i can see columbus really tearing through the the playoffs in a big way too definitely here. but and, uh, and it's uh, been a uh, long
1: time since columbus had you know i know columbus kind of had a stinker against mediapolis but at this point that was like a month and a half ago you know it's a totally different ball game now
0: well, we had a lot of people vote in this one uh, uh but winfield mount union did does come out on top of 37 percent uh followed uh you know nexus is SK with 25.9, uh, but pretty close on their heels is Meepo with 22.2. 2, and I'm not sleeping on Meepo either uh, yeah. in in this deal. Well, it's, uh, there's some other games that I didn't, you know, put up because I didn't think they were, you know, going to be real, real, real close games, you know, and uh, uh, we'll start out with the Washington Demons. Uh Traveling to Mount Vernon to take on a a smoking hot Muscatine muscatine, or or, or, Mustangs, the Mount Vernon Mustangs. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Mount Vernon Mustangs. Yeah, that's tough. Not only are they playing Mount Vernon, but Washington is just coming off of assumption Washington is a little healthier. You know, they've had, I I think, uh, they had a couple of big names guys that kind of were banged up around the Keokut game. Um, They played really well against Mount Pleasant. And then I, and you know what? They played uh, against, um, Assumption: This last week, it was it was fourteen nothing late in the second quarter, uh, before it really started to get ugly. But uh, I mean, uh, it's not. It's first off, they they better use their desperation because they have to win this week to sneak into the playoffs. They have to win out. Um, but uh, Mount Vernon is, you know, a top a dome a dome quality team. So Washingtons have to pull out something pretty darn special. It's 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 really hard because you know that Mount Vernon killed assumption that was the team that just just you just played so uh, that's an intimidation factor right there
0: well uh the winfield mount union is gonna after a week off is gonna take on HLD warriors uh um i I can't see them keeping up with them
1: no i would say uh i would say the, the key for winfield right there would be to play as hard as you can through the first half or so and get a get a good enough lead to where you can rest where you can hide some plays you know don't show scouts anything because that game you want to go undefeated, but district-wise, it doesn't mean anything for Winfield. They could lose if they'd still be well, uh, at the same spot. But uh, but I think they'll win by by quite a bit.
0: Well, SK is uh, going to take on EBF. Now, normally, I, I'd probably put a game like this up on the pool because uh, um, EBF, I think, is fighting for that last spot in the playoffs.
1: You know? Yeah, they are fighting for a playoff spot.
0: Uh, uh, but SK... Um, i just can't see anybody playing with them and i haven't seen anybody play with them for a few weeks and uh
1: and,
0: um i i can't see ebf handling the cobras but i do think they've had a fine season and i think they got three wins already and uh they didn't get any last year and i i i think the team's shown a lot of improvement
1: yeah i i think that's an ideal team for sk to play uh well i guess the sk's got two games left or they only got one game left before the playoffs because there's a split in there somewhere, but but this this late in the regular season, you just want to get a team that challenges you a little bit, but isn't going to shock you. And I think that's
0: a yeah. They need to be I good enough to keep it. you tight, but um, yeah. you don't want to have to put your um anybody out there playing too much or or, or overload somebody to uh, exactly injury.
1: yeah.
0: Well, here's a quick one. Um, you might have a little thoughts on this uh, as Xavier uh, is going to go to Clear Creek, Amana. Uh, Clear Creek, Amana just about pulled a big upset last week.
1: Uh, Clear Creek, Amanda, has almost uh, they almost be stolen. They've almost, I forget who they were playing last week, but I know they almost had a big upset.
0: I think Xavier's been a little up and down, right? Didn't they lose to Pella? Uh, I, yeah, I know they did lose uh, to Pella. That's true. Uh, About the team that I've shot up and down in the
1: rankings a lot. So, and I mean, that's kind of a little, I, I would think that Clear Creek, you know, it's the big Cedar Rapids private school that's close to you. I think that Clear Creek, Amanda, probably has a ledge on their shoulder, right? you know, playing a team like that. So I think that would be a really fun game to watch. I'll
0: probably I, I definitely think it, it, it's it's worth the six bucks to see that game. Uh, yeah, definitely. Well, here's a, a a team that we haven't talked about yet, or we, we promised we would earlier, and it's the Peacock Panthers hosting the Wiser Muscatine. Uh, they got the fate, their own fates in their own hands. Uh, they win this game. They're gonna be a uh, uh, six and two on the year. They're gonna hold that number three spot down. Um, I think they're. Uh, uh, I think they've had an outstanding season you know they they played um a, a they beat a good uh, a really good danville team uh they yep. played a great game with the number five team in the state with Lisbon uh, uh they put a lot of points on the board uh, against Columbus that's the only time their defense uh really let up a bunch of air they pitched a bunch of shutouts they put 40 point wins and 50 point wins up on the board this year I don't know what else they can do um What do you think uh, about this game and about Pekin Panthers' season?
1: Yeah, I would say, uh, I mean, obviously, Pekin is a huge favorite. Uh, I did not think that they'd be as good as they would be this year. Uh, You know, they kind of showed it early on. You saw a couple of their their scores early, you know, against Cardinal and then a couple of the early games, and you're like, oh, man, Pekin won by Cardinal. I didn't think that was going to happen the way it did. But the the real impressive one was uh, when they played close against Lisbon uh yeah i think they're gonna roll through this week Uh, i'll be really interested to see where they end up with the playoffs um because they will get a three spot behind lisbon and columbus but i think that they're a three team uh, a three seed that really really is dangerous when you consider how good they've played the top teams and how much they've blown out the bottom teams so yeah uh, i I don't
0: think they're going to be a fun matchup for somebody in the first round all right well uh there's just a couple more here and we don't have a lot of time. And I know you didn't have that much time here, but let's, uh, let's blow through this real quick. Uh, Fort Madison is taken. is traveling to Mount Pleasant. Uh, Mount Pleasant's offense has done fairly well this year. The defense seems to continually give up too many points. Uh, uh, I, I don't think Mount Pleasant can handle Fort Madison. What do you think?
1: Yeah. Well, and you know what, of all the teams in the last, uh, Few years that have really had Mount Pleasant's number. They've just p- performed poorly against Fort Madison the last three years. I think Fort Madison scored forty plus points each year. I think Mount Pleasant's only scored a couple of touchdowns in the last three years. Now, of course, uh, five or six years before that, Mount Pleasant was was killing him every time. Uh, so, so you kind of have that uh, too. But, um, but yeah, I, I would say uh, I would say that it would take a, a, a small miracle for Mount Pleasant a little bit. Um Mount Pleasant has not been healthy since I think the set I think the Burlington game is when a couple of their big hitters started going down. And that really uh that really
0: yeah, changed, uh, they got uh, a couple of really good shut. players with ACLs and, and they're yeah. done for the year and, and uh, uh that, that could that could help. I mean Fort Madison has won a lot of games, but um uh, other than Centerville, they really haven't rolled up big wins on anybody and they've kind of uh, won yeah. games late, so uh might be worth watching.
1: Well, yeah, and if if you're Mount Pleasant, I guess the hope is since Mount or since uh, Fort Madison had had such an emotional win over Keokuk last week that maybe they would I don't know you know maybe not 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 be as prepared. But uh, the teams down here, you know, Mount Pleasant is a, is kind of right in the middle of the SEC, so they're not a, Mount Pleasant hasn't been a well liked school. So even when they're uh, even when Mount Pleasant, the, the the years where Mount Pleasant is down. You know, a team like Fort Mass usually gets up to play them. So uh, Fort is a big favorite in there. And Mount Pleasant, you just gotta kind of play with uh, with no regard, I guess, because if they could pull an upset or uh, yeah, they play, gotta they play
0: like there's nothing to lose. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. Well, I can't see Coach Doherty and Chuck the Tank Banks rolling in there not prepared. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, that's I, I can't uh, see they that kind of have to either. grasp the straws to find uh, some sort of a <laughs> sometimes
0: you do. But we still got to try to sell these matchups. Well, there's one more matchup here. I'm going to ask you about, and that is uh, uh, Solon uh, Spartans coming in to take on the Fairfield Trojans after that great yeah. big win uh, Solon put over over Williamsburg last week.
1: Yeah, uh, Solon has probably been the the most uh, like the team that has the most momentum going into this week in the entire class 3A. They've played. They had a, a real bad game at the beginning of the year. They got killed by Assumption. Since then, they've played pretty much only quality teams. You know, they've beaten Mount Vernon and um, they've I think they
0: got Grinnell in there.
1: So you know, it's Fairfield's fair coming off a win. You know, yeah, Fairfield I'm got a big win last down. week. Yeah, but uh, I, so I'll tell you what. I think I'll be at either Fairfield or Mount Pleasant this week, and uh, I'm going to be hoping for some. Maybe the rain will will force some crazy wacky fumbles or or something like that to give uh to give those teams a little bit of an advantage yeah it's the same thing at fairfield there yeah, those are both uh, home closers by the way uh mount pleasant's last home game and fairfield's last the home game
0: all right you got two minutes you got any parking shots or anything
1: no i don't think so you got me right to my uh destination because i am uh scrolling into rodeo park in fort madison for some conference uh, cross country so i gotta find myself a spot
0: well, we sure appreciate you, you you tagging along with us, and that was a great episode. Uh, thank you for all you you did this year, uh, keeping our listeners up to date on what's going on. Yeah,
1: hey, thank you very much.
0: High School Football on Round Guy Radio is brought to you by Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine, Iowa. Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa. Kyoto Transmission and Repair. Flint Chris Manufacturing of Burlington, Iowa. Wester Drug of Wilton and, of Wilton and Muscatine. Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent. Home plate sports cards of Oskaloosa, Iowa. Hinshaw trailer sales of Richland, Iowa. B&B Propane. Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa. Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag. And the Packwood Locker, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries.